to the RPC Sermons Podcast. You can join us for virtual worship every Sunday at roswellpress.org. Thanks for listening. Again, good morning and happy Easter and welcome to worship. We're so glad to be worshiping with you today. We started This Holy Week on Palm Sunday, on Good Friday, we had beautiful services. Yesterday, we had over 200 volunteers come and package 66,000 packets to send of food to our mission partners in Guatemala. 66,000. It was fantastic. Thanks for everybody who came. We had a fun Easter egg hunt yesterday afternoon. And today, we culminate with Easter. This Easter morning, I'm going to give my own spin on one of my favorite sermons that a pastor mine in college preach. The text comes from John 20, verses 1 through 20. Open your hearts and minds for the word of the Lord. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there, and the cloth had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first, also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture, that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, this Easter morning, Lord, I pray that you might allow us to peer into that tomb, to look over the shoulders of Peter and John, Lord, that we might see that mystery, for ourselves, and that mystery might surprise us. Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I've heard it said that there are two main ways we make discoveries. There's the algebra student who says, I finally solved it. And there's the lottery winner who exclaims, winner, winner, chicken dinner. The first way we make Discoveries by searching. We investigate. We ask questions. We use trial and error. We try and find a solution to a problem. A few years ago, The Atlantic magazine published a list of the top 50 discoveries in human history. Some of the discoveries they listed were the discovery of electricity by Benjamin Franklin with his kite and key out in that lightning storm the discovery of semiconductors and electronics. It culminated with the invention of the transistor at Bell Labs in 1947. There are discoveries made by searching. The Israelites searching for the promised land. Those magi or wise men searching to find the baby Jesus in the manger. 
There are discoveries made by searching. But there's another kind of discovery, a discovery made by surprise. This, this happens when you think there is nothing left to search for, when you've come to the end of your questioning, when you think you've reached your conclusion, there's no one, nowhere else to go, time has run out, and then suddenly, aha, you're surprised. You didn't see it coming, but there it is, and you're surprised. Some of the greatest discoveries happen by surprise. In that Atlantic article listed penicillin, that scientists weren't even looking for it. It caught them by surprise. They didn't even know it, and there it was. Thank heavens, too. How many lives have been saved through penicillin? Some of the greatest discoveries happen by surprise. I remember when I met my wife, Courtney. I was definitely not looking for her. She came to work for the summer at a church I was serving. I'd sworn off dating, I was done with romance, and boom, hit me like running into a boat. It was a discovery by surprise. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I believe the Christian life consists of both kinds of discoveries. The discovery of searching, but also the discovery of surprise. I loved so many of our confirmands last week who gave their faith statements. So many of them followed this script. I thought church was so boring. I didn't want to go. But then one day I went to camp. I went on a mission trip. I joined a Bible study. Somebody took an interest in me, and everything changed. It surprised me when I least expected it. And this is exactly what happens to Jesus' followers. None of them are expecting it. They start with the discovery of searching and they conclude with the discovery by surprise. In our passage today, Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb while it is still dark. It should be noted that all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, have the women as the first to arrive at the tomb, the first witnesses. And when Mary arrives at the tomb, she sees that the, the stone has been rolled away and she runs back to tell the other disciples, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we do not know where they have laid him. And Peter and John run back to the tomb to see for themselves. And in maybe, in maybe the most relatable verse in the entire Bible, John, who's the writer of the gospel, who refers to himself as the one who Jesus loved, John, like a little brother, brags to his readers down through the ages that he beat Peter in a foot race to the tomb. Did you hear that? Listen, verse four. The two were running together, but the other disciple, that's him, the other disciple, John, outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He's talking trash. I can imagine him waiting there as Peter arrives. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. And once they make it into the tomb, they see the burial clothes rolled up. And the text says, then the other disciple who reached the tomb first, he says it a second time, in case you missed it. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in and he saw and believed. Now, what he believed there was Mary's words, right? He believed that someone had moved Jesus' body because the text goes on, it says, for as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. They didn't understand. And this is the way most of our spiritual journeys begin. The discovery by searching. We're looking to answer a question. Is there a God? 
Does God love me? What is God up to in the world? All of Jesus' followers questioning and searching comes to an end. They think Jesus is dead. John and Peter, they go home. Mary, she wanders weeping in the garden. Some of the disciples, they go to an upper room in Jerusalem and they lock the door out of fear. Everyone has given up hope. All has been lost. The dream is dead. The search has come to an end. But then there's their discovery by surprise. Outside the tomb, as Mary wanders weeping in the garden, a man approaches her, and she assumes he's the gardener. And he asks her, why are you weeping? And she says, they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. She assumes Jesus is dead. She just doesn't know where the body is. And then the man who she thinks is the gardener says her name. He says, Mary. And she looks up, and her eyes are open. And it's a discovery by surprise that the risen Christ is there standing in front of her. Surprise! Luke tells us a story of two disciples on the road to Emmaus. A stranger comes alongside them and notices how sad they are. They're falling into conversation. He says, why are you so sad? They said, how have you not heard of what has happened? All of our dreams have died. All our hopes have come to an end. The one who we thought was the Messiah, the one who we thought was our Savior, who was going to save us, has died. And then they stop for a meal. And their eyes are opened and they see Christ with them. The risen Christ there with them. And all those, those disciples huddled in the upper room in Jerusalem, Jesus just comes and appears in the middle of them. The risen Christ. They weren't expecting it. They weren't looking for him. He just shows up. God is a God of surprises. God desires to surprise us. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. But in our discovery of searching, I think there is good evidence for believing in the resurrection. First, the New Testament church believed the testimony of the women who were the first witnesses if you were going to make up this story, you wouldn't have the women as the first witnesses. They couldn't even testify in a court of law at the time. But the Bible says we trust the women. They were there. In fact, I believe these women were the first Christian preachers bearing witness to what God had done in raising Jesus from the dead. Second, there were numerous witnesses beyond those women. Over the next 40 days, the Apostle Paul in one of his letters to the church in Corinth says that at one time, 500 witnessed the risen Christ. He says, if you don't believe me, go ask them for yourself. They're still here. They're still bearing witness. The third, they changed the day we worship of these former Jews, soon-to-be Christians. The Jews' Sabbath was on Saturday. But after God raised Jesus from the dead on the first day of the week. Christians now worship on Sunday. Fourth, the cross went from being a symbol of pain, death, and terror to a symbol of hope. From the earliest days, Christians in their artwork began using the cross as a symbol and a sign of hope. Keep in mind at the time that the Romans used this to torture and terrorize people. The earliest Christians said, not anymore. It's a sign of Christ's victory over pain and death. 
Fifth, we have the evidence of changed lives. Many of these early witnesses paid the ultimate price for bearing witness to what they experienced. Peter, Paul, Stephen would all be martyred. These first witnesses lived differently. They went and started social programs to reach out to the outcasts of Roman society, feeding the poor and the hungry. They included people in their community who were outcasts in the Roman Empire, widows and orphans, slaves and women, aliens and foreigners. They were ministered to these people. Why? Because they believed life had triumphed over death in Jesus Christ. They believed that the God who had created the world had now begun a new creation. The old things are gone, the new has come. These reasons lead us in our discovery of searching. But my prayer for you is that you get to the place where you have the discovery by surprise. It reminds me of C.S. Lewis and his discovery of Christian faith. He had been investigating the details of Christianity. And then he says that one day, he was riding in a sidecar with his brother who was in a motorcycle on the way to the zoo. And the way he describes it, he says, I didn't believe when I got in to the sidecar, but when we arrived at our destination and I got out, I believed. And he says, I was surprised. In fact, he titled his autobiography, Surprised by Joy. He called himself the most reluctant convert in all of England. He thought Christianity was supposed to be dour, full of shame and religious anxiety, but what he experienced was joy. He was surprised by joy. Easter surprises us with joy. Sin, evil, and death do not have the final say on any of our lives. God has surprised us in raising Jesus from the dead. We begin with the discovery by searching, but we come to the place of the discovery by surprise. And so we can join with the church down through the ages can say, hallelujah, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you that you have turned the cross into a symbol of your victory over pain, sin, and death. Lord, might you shine your resurrection light into our lives, into the dark places, so that we might live as you call us. We thank you. In your name we pray. Amen. been listening to the RPC Sermons podcast. Please let us know you're here by visiting roswellpress.org and signing our digital friendship register. May the grace and love of God be with you today and throughout the rest of your week. Thanks for listening.